Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, podcasting from the Museum of Broadcast Communications in Chicago. Check out their new exhibit, Stay Tuned, Rock on TV, now through April 2020. Just visit museum.tv. Minutia Men Celebrity Interview is up next, but first, take a listen to this other fine Opie show. Hey, this is Tony Lozano, and if you like podcasts, well, I'm the guy that you want to meet. Well, maybe, but I have my own called Nude Hippo, the podcast, and I do it with uh, many members of and friends, uh, including Kimmy. Hello. We feature some of the coolest guests like Brian Cheverini, Ginger Z, Mr. Skin, Tom Dreesen, and so many more. These are like milestone interviews. They're timeless. So this way you could pick it up at any point. I suggest you start from the beginning. Nude Hippo, the podcast, and Opie Show. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. <laughs> The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Man Celebrity Interview with Rick and Dave. Jim Peterick is hey. in the studio with us. Rock and roll legend. One of the great songwriters of rock and roll history. Uh, you've heard his songs performed by bands like 38 Special and Night Ranger, Sammy Hagar. Of course, the bands he was in. He's formerly of Survivor. And the band that I like to talk about is uh, the first band that I heard you play with, and that was the Ides of March. And this is a band that literally was high school buddies. Isn't that right? That's, we, we were actually grade school buddies. Wow. You know, uh, I was in the same Cub Scout pack. <laughs> oh, that's great. As Bob Berglund. Yeah. And we went to the little uh, meetings every week. And uh, we got our merit badges together f- when we became scouts. I don't want to brag, but I was an arrow of light guy. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Arrow of no, light. Well, wow. that's worth bragging about, I yeah. think. I, I made it all the way to Life Scout. Bob made it all the way to Eagle. Wow. By that time, I lost interest totally, and yeah. I was so into music. But yeah, all of us were in the same grade school together. That is the greatest. And. Um, Still, after 55 years, the best of friends. Yeah, that's great. And you're all still performing together. I mean, it's still we the same are. guys, we plus are. a couple of others. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, a couple of the bust outs that Scott's a new guy. He's been with us for 31 years. Uh, you know, he's the new guy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Larry Millis uh, was the, uh, well, he is the leader of the band. He's the guy that recruited me to join his band. I was in a terrible band called the Renegades, and we sucked. <laughs> uh, but. I played this this big Fourth of July fest at Morton West. That's our alma mater, and uh, you know I'm playing. You know Kansas City, but you know and Bob Berglund and Larry were in the stands. He's like, that's that guy from Cub Scouts. He knows he knows he knows bar chords. <laughs> he got third place in the Pinewood Derby. I remember that guy. Oh, I I got first place in the Pinewood <laughs> oh, Derby. Uh, I got third yeah. place. Oh. But my dad had a guy in his warehouse build the car for me. Oh, that's so terrible. I, I still see the trophy going. It just kills me. I'm like, and I did not deserve. Count. I don't deserve that. You don't that. deserve that. No. I, I, but I got number one, and I had I made it myself. Yeah. Okay. And I heard a. Uh, a tip when you're watching TV, <laughs> go like this. Now, that, that's the, the car back and forth, okay. back and forth, and it grinds those little axles. Really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, and I got number one. Really? But yeah. I digress. That's a free tip for all you Cub Scouts. Yeah. All you Pinewood yeah. Derby folks. Uh, but I, I don't know where I was. <laughs> so Larry we'll spotted right after this. Larry is the said, guy. Larry said, he knows bar chords, Bob. So he knocked on my door on Oak Park Avenue in Berwyn. And um, 
says, you got to join my band. I said, oh, I got a band. He goes, your band sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even then, Larry was like the pillar of honesty, and he still is. Finally, he convinced me, and I lugged my amp over to his house and, and auditioned for his band, which were called the Shy Lads. Ooh. Pretty great name. Yeah. Well, I changed that like really quick. But uh, I knew how good they really were. And they stayed on their harmony parts. And uh, I said, I'm in, but we got to change that name. So we changed the name to the Shondells. Okay. And that was good until Tommy James and the Shondells yeah. came out. <laughs> right. And we go, oh, shit. What, what does the Shondells even mean? What well, I named them after Troy Shondell. Okay. This, let's see. This time we're really breaking up. This time it's forever. Troy Shondell. Okay. I'm sorry. So, uh, no, he was a rock and roll okay. hero. He had the hair and, you know, slicked back and all this. So that's where Shondell. Now, I don't know where Tommy James got the name. Okay. Probably from the same Quite place. Probably, yeah. I, I, uh, it's funny. We played with the Shondells not too long ago. And... Uh, we we bonded really good, but I never asked him how did you come up with that name, right? You know, yeah. so next, next time, yeah, we, uh, we were ready to put out our first record called "You Wouldn't Listen," and uh, they were just about to press the records with "You Wouldn't Listen" by the Shondells, and and we heard Dick Biondi say "New" from Tommy James and the Shondells, "Hanky Panky," and we go, "Oh shit!" Yeah. So we scrambled. Well, in high school, we were all in, in literature class reading Julius Caesar, Shakespeare. Of course. And Bob Berglund says, here's our name, Beware the Ides of March. I Perfect. Wow. That's, you Much could have gone with friends, Roman countrymen, <laughs> lend me your ears. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah. Or call me Ishmael yeah, from yeah. Moby That's Dick. That's a different, right? different uh, yeah. book. But no, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah I was, but now, how old were you? I mean, you're, so you're still in high school. Well, you yeah, I was, like, I was 15 when You and Listen came out. Unbelievable. And Bob was 16, Larry was 16. And it was the spring of... 66, when you and listen, went to number seven on the WLS Silver Down survey. Wow. And uh, and we went on the road and with no supervision. Our, <laughs> our parents trusted us. Oh, my God. Which uh, was... Well, well chosen because we were good kids, and we took a train ride with all of our equipment to Florida, where we toured with the Almond Brothers. Wow! Who at the time were called the Almond Joys, and we even knew then these guys were. I thought you were going to say the Almond Shondells. Uh, <laughs> no, no, not, not really. But they were so good, and we're up there doing our teeny bopper uh, stuff, and they come out there and they're doing blues, man, and and we we learned so much from the, uh, the almonds. Yeah, I bet. How long were you touring with them? About three weeks. Wow. We were mainly in Florida because that's their hometown. In fact, their hometown was Daytona Beach. And we played a lot of shows in that town. So did you have a moment where uh, you heard your song on the radio for the first time in Chicago? Do you ever see the movie That Thing You Do? Oh, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Isn't that great? And that moment where they heard their song for the first time? Did it that is, happen to you? Oh, it sure did. And, and it happened more than once. But, you know, you remember the first time. No pun intended. Right, yeah, sure. uh, I kind of remember my first time. But anyway, <laughs> but I was driving down uh, I-55 towards St. Louis. Uh, I don't know where I was going. And all of a sudden, I hear Dick Biondi, new from the Ides of March. It's a vehicle. And I had a 64 Valiant. And my... My you, you foot went, went through, through the floorboard, an <laughs> and I rolled down the windows and literally did a Tom Hanks. That's us. Yeah, wow. You know, everyone's looking at me. What the? F <laughs> you know. But and then again with with uh, Eye of the Tiger, it was the same thing. 
And uh, it, it was just a whenever I have a down day, which aren't often, but I'll think of those magic moments that yeah. kept me going, you know. It's fantastic. So tell us uh, about the song that you're going to play for us now. Well, I'm, I'm going to choose one from Play On, and this is a song. We have uh, various guest stars on this record. And uh, Bo Bice from American Idol fame, who sang Vehicle to the Top of the Charts again back in uh, 2006. Uh, Mark Farner, the amazing frontman of, of um, Grand Funk. Grand Funk. And what a force of nature he is. Just amazing. And uh, he's on the record. We wrote a song together called Slant. Uh, not um, Sl- Slither. No, not Slither. Swagger. There you go. <laughs> I knew it was around there somewhere. When you've written as many songs I, as yeah, you have. I actually did yeah. write a Slither. Okay. And oh, I wrote you? a Slander. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. And you got slandered. Did, right. right. <laughs> Survivor did Slander. Mindy Abair did Slither. Anyway, but Swagger. We had a video for it, and it, it went uh, viral, and it just went really well. Uh, so that they're all on this record. David Pack of, of Ambrosia is on it. Mindy Abair, the sax player. Paul Schaefer is on the record. Oh, wow. Bo, uh, Joe Bonamassa, the great guitar player, is guest stars on it. But um, it, it's an amazing record. But the, the one person I didn't mention is the song I, I'm going to do right now, or piece of it, if I don't choke. Uh, Min, uh, Mindy, no, Kathy Richardson, okay. the great star um, of, in Chica- uh, Chicagoan. Mm-hmm who I, I actually discovered when she was 19 years old and mentored her and, and produced her first album. And then we wrote many songs through the years in her career. She did Love Janice on Broadway as Janice Joplin. And about four years ago, she j- joined Jefferson Starship as the designated uh, Grace, Grace Slick. Slick. Yeah, Grace Slick blessed it, gave her a piece of the name, the whole bit. And uh, anyway, she duets with me on this song, and it... We do this in the show, and you'll hear it on, uh, on all our shows. It's called Blue Storm Rising. She's going to do a little bit of it. So here it goes. Who's going to be first to lay it on out? The silence is screaming cause nobody's talking out loud Here's a shattering glass Of the wind at the door Even the dog's acting strange He knows when that rain's gonna pour Out on the horizon line There's a darkness that's bleeding us dry Love must have gone there to die And it's scaring me cold It's like you and me in the sky All three of us crying Blue storm rising I just know something bad Is blowing on through I'm gonna name this hurricane after you The way that you love me The way I loved you back Tell me how did that blue sky we painted Fade into black Out on the horizon line 
darkness that's bleeding us dry Love must have gone there to die And it's scaring me cold It's like you and me and the sky All three of us crying Blue storm rising Blue storm rising There's a blue storm There's a blue storm rising Wow, that was fantastic. <laughs> awesome. I love Thank your you. lyrics. Thank you. I mean, seriously, Thank you. you are t- one of the greatest songwriters for lyric. Lyricist. Well, lyrics is so important. You know, if someone can hear a song and get into the lyric and not just hear the beat. First you hear the beat and first you hear all the bells and whistles. But by the third time, you better have something to say. Mm-hmm. Right. right. You know, and the biggest songs I've had actually have a, have a story, have a message, whether I of the tiger, you know, rising up mm-hmm. back on the street, did my time to, it's all about fame and, and not getting uh, seduced by it. You know, uh, the search is over. Sometimes you go full circle and come back to where you were and realize you had it all along. Hold on loosely, but don't let go. And I learned that lesson from my well, what became my wife, who we're dating, and I was getting too possessive, you know, and don't do that. She's back off, Jack, you know. Yeah. So when Don Barnes writing um, what came out to be Hold On Loosely, he says, well, I got a title. I go, what is it? He goes, Hold On Loosely. And I go... Yeah, but don't let go. And the lyrics just float on. You see it all, all around you, good loving gone bad. Usually it's too late when you realize what you had. My mind goes back to the girl I met long years ago who told me, hold on loosely, but don't let go. If you cling too tightly, you're going to lose control. Your baby needs someone to believe in, but a whole lot of space to breathe in. That's the Amen, key line. Man. You know what I'm saying? I would be religious breathe. if you were my pastor, man. <laughs> you know, that song, Hold On Loosely, is actually my wife's favorite song. Uh, she loves she, that song thank, so much. Tell her thank you. Now, do you, when you're writing a song, do you have the lyrics first, then the music, or does it, you know, different kind of ways? Comes together. Just, right, really. kind of comes together. Uh, the Search Is Over, I had that title in, in my notebook. I didn't know what it meant. I just, the search is over. What is that? And, and I was ri- riding in the car, and I had my tape recorder by my side, as I always do. Now it's the iPhone, but yeah, right. same difference. And I had the whole melody in my head. And all I had is, the search is over. You were with me all over. That's all I had. You know, I got home, and I found the chords I was hearing in my head. So that's the thing where the title motivated the, the rest of it. You know, uh, you talk about that that uh, that thing you do moment, uh, but it also goes the other way around. And for listeners, the first time that you're, you uh, first time that you are, you hear a song from a band that you eventually end up loving. Yes. And for me, uh, I had that moment with your music. Uh, I moved to uh, Chicago in 1980. I lived in Germany before that. Wow. And we were driving across the bridge, uh, the Skyway Bridge, and it turned on the loop. It was the summer of 1980. Yeah. And your song, Rebel Girl, came on. Oh, I love that song. And that is like my favorite song. Oh, I, I got to do a little of that. You? Yeah, I really love that. I, I very rarely do this, but for you, Rick. Thank
Out on the edge of night In any city you can name There rides the rebel girl The wild one no one dared to tame And the light in her eyes is a fire Have you seen her? Yeah. <laughs> that's all I needed. Wow. Is, you know, that's a fan favorite. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, I know exactly what you're saying, though. The moment that you hear a song that changes your life, you never forget it. Mm. And uh, there's uh, many moments of that uh, uh, in my life, but I remember the one that maybe just shook my world, too. Uh, we were watching the Jack Parr show uh, in January 63, I guess, or was it 64? And Jack Parr says, I've got some grainy footage from the BBC about this new group that's tearing them up in, in, in England. And they're called the Beatles, you know. And they show this black and white of the Beatles doing She Loves You on stage, the people going crazy. And I go, holy shit. Oh, my God. The British are coming. This is it. I was 11 years old, and it changed my world. And uh, by the time they, they uh, a month later, they, at, at Sullivan, I was all, already an old pro, yeah. you know? And I always thought they were better on, on Jack Parr. Yeah. Because it was raw, you know, it wasn't all polished up. But the other one, uh, I was sitting, at, we were outside a venue, 1970, I think it was. The Ides of March were about to go in, and I was in the car listening to the radio, and all of a sudden, this voice comes on, hey, it's a little bit funny. This feeling inside. Uh, oh, yeah. And there was this new dude singing from my dashboard, the vocal totally dry, no reverb, intimate as can be. Yeah. And oh, it was Elton John, and he changed my world. Did you see Rocket Man? Did of course. You, yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, I, I, did. I loved it. I, I did. I mean, great. historically not accurate. Yeah. Well. I mean, he's at the <laughs> yeah. Troubadour doing doing uh, Crocodile Rock. That didn't happen until yeah, four whatever. years later. Yeah. Come on. But as a spectacle, it's wonderful. Well, now we're we should say we're recording this at the uh, bro- the Museum of Broadcast Communications. And if you got a chance to look around, it's amazing. We, and the, the whole section out there is about rock and roll. In uh, TV. Yes. Did you ever do any shows like that, like American Bandstand? Well, we didn't do Bandstand. We were on Bandstand as the Spotlight Dance. Uh, (laughs) And they played, you wouldn't listen, they took a call from uh, Ron Riley, WLS, I think, or CFL, I think it was WLS. LS, yeah. And uh, Dick goes, hey, what's happening in Chicago? Well, uh, Dick, there's a band called Ides of March that's really breaking through with this hit. You wouldn't listen. And then the spotlight dance and the, and the Italian boys and girls are singing and <laughs> dancing. And it was wonderful. But then we, uh, when we went out there, we did the Mama Cash show, which was a, a Dick Clark production. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next day we went and did the Whiskey A Go-Go with Tony Joe White and Stephen Stills. Wow. So it was quite a, quite a trip. 
So did you, when you were touring with uh, Ides back in the day, back in the late 60s, early 70s, yeah. did you ever do any big tours with uh, some of your heroes? That In the 70s. Okay. Well, mainly it was the two years when Vehicle was really happening. Right. And... Uh, our tour consisted of all these different pop festivals. Uh, that was the the time when everyone had a pop festival trying to be Woodstock. And right. Never quite succeeding, <laughs> you know, although they were probably a, a lot better organized than Woodstock. But, uh, you know, we did them all over the country, and we were generally on bills with Grateful Dead, uh, Allman Brothers. We relived old memories with that. Uh, you know, uh, Brownsville Station, uh, Janis Joplin, we opened for her in wow, Winnipeg. Wow, wow. Uh, and I got to walk her home to really? the hotel. Really? Yeah, she was a little under the weather. <laughs> after you know what I mean. Jack yeah. <laughs> after every Jack uh, after every song. And she looked disoriented. And uh, I came up to her. I said, Janice, you guys were great. And she goes, where am I? Where's my hotel? Oh, wow. And we, arm in arm, we walked to the hotel. And it was very sweet. And uh, nothing happened. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> I don't, uh, who else did we tour with, though? Uh, Poco. We loved Poco. That was All right. A, a country rock. Band. Yep. Uh, J- uh, Jimi Hendrix opened for him oh, wow. in, in Philly wow. at the Spectrum. Um, what year was that? Mother? That was 72, right Right, right before, before he died. He, he right? died, yeah. Wow. It was, he wasn't himself, really. He kind of was going through the motions, oh, yeah. you know. But uh, we t- toured with everyone, and it was such a thrill to... Uh, we, oh, Led Zeppelin. Wow. We, uh, we played shows with Led Zeppelin. We partied with Led Zeppelin. I was going to say, did you do, did you do some of the <laughs> debauchery know, with it? You know, it's funny, because Robert Plant was nice enough to invite us to their penthouse after the show in, uh, in Winnipeg, and... We went, and we had no idea what we were going to yeah, be, be but, seeing. Yeah. Kids from Berwyn. I mean, right, exactly. We never had a drink. You know, yeah, much they didn't less, have this at the high school. Yeah, uh, much less anything else. And as soon as he opened the door, and he was wearing these little briefs, <laughs> these paisley uh, briefs, you know, and and everybody behind him was naked. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All the groupies, they were just like on the bed and you know, throwing pillows and doing all sorts of things. And they were snorting and they were drinking. And and I'm looking at Larry and we're going, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. We're not in Berlin anymore. You know, and I had to use the restroom. So I go in the restroom and there is um, Bonzo, the drummer, getting urinated on by a very comely young lady. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I you know, mean, I, you know what? Wa- you can write a song about that. <laughs> well, I think, right? I'm into water sports, but not those guys. <laughs> you know, but it was just, we're, what a, so anyway, went to the door and I talked to the eyes, Larry, Bob, Mike, we're yeah. out of here. Yeah, and yeah, and, yeah. and uh, we said uh, to Robert, uh, we're really, really appreciate, you know, inviting us, but we got to go. Yeah. And, uh, we went across the street to Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> and we were back in our burrowing comfort zone. Yeah. You know, I was talking to Scott, uh, the keyboardist in your band, yeah. and he was uh, telling me that you guys are like, uh, I forget which denomination, he said Methodist, the Methodist rock and roll band or something? I, I don't you, know what he said. I'm Catholic. But, but, okay, but you, you yeah. show up at 9 o'clock in the morning sometimes yeah. in practice. Oh, yeah. And, and, we're, and, we're just like... We love what we do. Yeah. You know, and we're not late nighters, never have been. I'm, I'm a morning person, as you can see. 
Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm boring in a way because I'm in bed by, you know, 1030. Yeah, but you're alive. I am alive. <laughs> <laughs> Must be present to win. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just turned 69 November 11th, so I'm feeling good. Yeah, you look great. Thank you. So you want to talk about the, the movie? Because uh, when, when I picked up Dave today... Uh, he he uh, he was rising up. Oh right, I got yeah. I, you know, whenever I hear "Eye of the Tiger," say, yeah. like you said, I, I go 162 miles an hour. <laughs> I don't know how many speeding tickets you owe me. Oh, and I, I've got a receipt here that I'm going to need for you, you talk to, to my attorney. Me. But yeah, it's just such a th- that song. Yeah. And my kids, you know, <laughs> my, when my kids this morning, they don't care what I do, right? Yeah. But when I mention what, you know, who I was yeah. going to interview today, they're like, oh, that's awesome. That's the and they guy. all know I are the tiger. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, the that, thing. That is... Um, Whenever I see Mr. T, I yeah. think of you. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, we yeah. see Mr. T all the time. And we see oh, yeah. Oh, how, do you, how do you see him? <laughs> We're kidding. No, we don't. Oh, you don't? <laughs> no. But I see him on TV or something. Oh, yeah. you know? Well, Larry used to work out with him at the uh, downtown health club. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So did you get to know those guys at all? Not or really. Not really? I, I didn't know T. I knew... I know... And I still know uh, Sylvester Stallone. Okay. You know, and he's a great guy. And I ran into him on a TV show, uh, a morning TV show here in Chicago a few years ago. And we kind of renewed vows and hugged. And he's a super guy. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's very self-deprecating. If he puts it on, it, it it's authentic. Yeah. You know, he might have the biggest ego in the world, but... He knocks it down, you know, and he's just, oh, you know, I just got lucky, you know. <laughs> it was very cool. Well, part of the reason that you got, or actually the reason that Eye of the Tiger was because Queen wouldn't give him the rights the to, publishing rights. to yeah. uh, Another One Bites the Dust, that's right? R- that's right. Do you send a Christmas card to Queen <laughs> every... You know, uh, <laughs> read the card, read the card. <laughs> All right, so I got I to gotta show you something here. What do you got? This uh, this guitar Ooh. here is Ooh. cherry red. That's cute. Ricky Strat. It. What's the name? Uh, Bessie. We call her Bessie. <laughs> Bessie. Yeah. Uh, this has uh, been autographed by a a, a Jim Peterick. That's me. Um, it says you got the eye of the tiger. I actually won this in a charity auction. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Uh, for my godson's. Uh, school of St. James. Yeah. And I have been practicing. You have? Your songs. Are you good? I, well, you know, only your songs. Oh, thank God. It's uh, the funny no, thing. Well, that could be a butcher deal. You well, know. It could be the guitar. It <laughs> magic? Could, Is it magic? It might be magic. So here's it, it, what If I, you're good at it, it's magic. Th- that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I'd like to do. Um, and Tony, you should not be videotaping this. <laughs> All right. Here's what I'd like to do. <laughs> um, I want you to just tell me any song that you wrote. Okay. And I will play the opening first few chords just you to show you that I can do it. And okay. on, on my new guitar. Well, I'm going to keep it pretty easy. All um, right. Try vehicle. Okay. You ready? Okay. I, I'm ready. Okay. All right. Here you go. Get ready. Get your hands on All right. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two, three, four. You get I, so this, is this is unbelievable. I only got this first part. You know the bridge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yep. Yep. Now, do you know this part? Yeah, you do. Evidently, you do. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You got the rock and roll face, Thank too, you. when you were doing that. That's a good stink face there. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank well, you. Oh there's three groupies that just came to the, the window. That's unbelievable. Well, how about how about something a little more obscure? Because everyone, really? everyone right. can do that song. Well, this it's one, if so you get this, you're my hero. Okay. All right. 
In a, obviously, you knew that. Yeah. <laughs> little Hold On Loosely. Oh, okay. of course. That's yeah. my wife's favorite song. You ready? Okay, get ready, Rick. Here goes. You got it. Oh, yeah. Performed by 38 Special. Great fretwork. Thank you. You know this part? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's like your fingers are just doing it and you're not even controlling them. Yep. I'll sing along. Loose No, I can't sing, but I can play. Don't let go. Oh, Dave. If you cling to your timeline, you're gonna lose control. Your baby needs someone to believe in. That's thank awesome, you. Rick. Thank you. That's that is a magic guitar. So thank you for the guitar. You, I'm going to take it back. Uh, if, you, if you wouldn't mind putting my name on I it. I will you know, do it. That'd, that'd be uh, swell. Sparky, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the guitar's name is Bessie. Have, Bessie. You, have you named any of your guitars? Um, not really. Really? Not really. I, I don't do that. Oh. I don't do that. Well, when, he's, when you got like a thousand of them. It's hard to, you know, you know, you know it's... Uh, you know, yeah, I, How many I, guitars do I you have? I have 200 now. 200 guitars. Yep. It's yep. like Jerry Seinfeld with Porsches. <laughs> well, not quite. Yeah. You know, he's got me uh, on that. But I, I gave you both uh, a gift to my new calendar. Could I plug that? No, oh, yes, please. Plug yeah, away. A, and say where you get the... Uh, the Album, uh, play on. You can get it on Amazon.com. You can get it on TheEyesOfMarch.com. You can get it uh, at record stores when when uh, you can find one. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and uh, it's doing really, really well. But Amazon is where most people get play on, and it's doing very well. The The calendar is called uh, Jim Peterick Stars and Guitars. It's a two-year calendar, uh, 2020 and 2021. Uh, 2020, every month is a different concert format that I do from Ides of March to Cornerstones of Rock, which is the 60s review I do with um, the Buckinghams and uh, New Colony 6 and Crying Shames and Shadows. and It's a great, great uh, format. And the Ides of March back up all the bands, except the Buckinghams that are self-contained. Uh, and every other format that I do, World Stage and my Country Act and my Jazz Act, and uh, it's and then I have a description of every uh, every show I do. But then in 2000, uh, what is it, 22? 21. 21, like I said. Thank, thank you, Dave. <laughs> I'm a little ahead of myself. Every month is a different song. I hand-wrote the lyrics to all my songs and told the story oh, wow. behind the songs. I even found the original manuscript of Eye of the Tiger with all the ink blots and cross-outs. Oh, wow. And wow. So, uh, yeah, again, that's uh, available at Amazon.com. I noticed. Did, you, did you include the uh, Finally Next Year as one of them? I uh, that's not, one of my favorites. I did not. Uh, yeah, I love that song. I, I'm, I, it's time for an update. Yes, with, that's right. With new names. Yeah. I, I see in 2021, I'm just looking at the back account, but there's a John Lennon. What is this? Oh, that's a wonderful uh, yeah. guitar uh, that I that I had hand painted with John Lennon's uh, image. Wow. Yeah. Well, the guitar you've got now is awesome. The, oh yeah, uh, it's my Tiger uh, the, the J200 the Gibson. Yep, custom finish. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Now the book over there is for you. Uh, oh, every man. cub ever. Is every a, cub ever. It's a got, book I wrote. Got to ask you. You're from Berman. Are you a cub guy or a Sox guy? Oh my guy? God! Don't ask that. Yes. Okay. Uh, right. You know, I'm uh, Switzerland. I, uh, I love them both. Uh, I swear <laughs> to God. Uh, I, we, we do the anthem for for both teams, and I, I'm doing the Carrie Woods benefit on the 17th of uh, January at Harry Carey's. Hey, you've been at Sox Park like 40 times or something uh, I, I like know, that. Yeah. I know. I know. And really, my dad was a huge Cubs fan, but 
I am binary at this okay. point. Yeah. All right. We're a blue state. Yeah. You're fluid. All right. <laughs> right? We're, we're, we're allowed to do exactly. that. Exactly. Well, Jim, we wanted to thank you for coming here. This, this has is, been really great. Oh, thank you, you guys are big thrill. crazy and all goofed up. <laughs> yeah. I and love your coat, too. Can this? we take it? No, the, oh, the mink. The, the mink oh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a coyote, actually. It's a, oh, is it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Did you did you hunt it yourself? I did. I, yeah. I, I cut it. I uh, disembarked. Bowled it, yeah, the good, whole thing, yeah, right. and we ate the, the remains. Oh my God! That's, yeah, again, another great theme for a song. I oh believe. no, no, I'll leave it to Ted Nugent. <laughs> Coyote steak for dinner right. again. Uh, so anyway, thank you very much Jim, for being on the show. This has um, been great. The minutia, man, and we de- definitely had some minutia. Yes, yeah, we. did. That's what we do. Yeah, that's what you do. So do you remember the pine with Derby? I mean, you did the pine. Do you remember what the car looked like? Oh Can yeah, you, it was uh, olive green. Okay, and it it kind of looked like. Uh, a little car. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> do you still have it? By no. That was my like my first victory. Like, hey, I'm cool. Yeah. 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 You were number three, so you're cool too. Well, and my again, my dad had somebody <laughs> build the car and you'll for live me. With so that shame the rest yeah, of your yeah, life. Exactly. That's all yeah. right. And we'll be back again next week with another celebrity minutia men interview. Thanks, Jim. Thank you guys. Thank you. It was a, ba- a, a guess. We'll be right back. <laughs> a lot of anchors do that. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's a thing. <clears throat> Are you ready? Ah, boy. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. Let's that was do good. it again. What? That wasn't good. Now we messed it all up. What's wrong? What? How? It was going good, and then it went south. No, it didn't. Well, if that went south, get see what happens now. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Hi, I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. Back to you on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. I need an agent. Quick, Lou, what's your favorite car color? I'd say Lou likes blue. Lou likes blue? Eh, Blue's pretty good, but really, I prefer silver. But regardless of our color preferences, when it comes to cars, you'll never know what you'll hear on the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive. I'm Mark Vernon. I'm Lou Costable. Join us for the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Silver. Really? Silver? Special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with OpiShows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with the Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place, RadioMisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with another Minutia Men celebrity interview. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including OpieShows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? If you're a fan of the English Premier League, you'll want to check out Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. As you can hear by his accent, Adam is from England originally. Chelsea fan, if you must know. And he's also an expert in soccer tactics and methods. He's the director of coaching for the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. So obviously, he has some incredible insights into the game. Tune in every week. We're on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. A Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show. And because it's soccer, we never use our hands. Radio Misfits. A new exhibit from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Stay tuned. Rock on TV. Artifacts from the Jackson 5, Sonny and Cher, Elvis, Cindy Lauper, ZZ Top, Eric Clapton, and more. 
Now at the Museum of Broadcast Communications, 360 North State Street, Chicago. From bandstand to gaga, let's rock on TV. For info and tickets, visit museum.tv. Podcasting from Chicago, an OPI production for the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Lasano and Friends. Hey, I'm Tony Lasano. I'm back with Lasano Friends, and that means my friends are back with me. This is true. We are back. That was Chris. Hello. That was Sammy. I'm here as well, and Kimmy's here in spirit. That was Tommy. Tony, your microphone sucks. That was Michael. Try doing it without sounding like you tried this three times and failed. <laughs> Damn. I've been spending my entire summer bickering with my four-year-old nephew. You win any arguments? I don't know, but I bet you I'm prepared for this season. I'm ready for anything. So join us as we do the funny. Or at least try. Or it's a very dramatic show. Are these awkward silences or dramatic silences? <laughs> Either way, we're back. All this and more on Lasano and Friends, a Tony Lasano podcast and Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Okay, we're done. <laughs> RadioMisfits.com. <laughs> <laughs> 